Hey there, this is Dennis Anyone with Dennis Hensley. It's a podcast about making things up and making things happen. I talk to creative people about how they do it, how they keep it going, how they hang in there. And this week I have a special red carpet episode. I go to the L.A. premiere of A Very Sorted Wedding, written and directed by Del Shores. It's a sequel to his cult hit from back in the day, probably around 2000 maybe, Sorted Lives. Um, and the whole Sorted Lives phenomenon. And this is the new movie that's currently rolling out all over the country. It comes to L.A. on uh, September 1st, um, and it goes to San Francisco soon after that. And then it's going to hit DVD and Blu-ray and streaming and all of that stuff in October. So I went to the premiere in L.A. It was super fun. It's a really good movie. I loved how Dell makes sure every character has their their juice has their stuff they all pop and um so i also interview emerson collins on the red carpet he's the producer of the film he he works a lot uh with dell very closely they had a radio show together i think they still might um but he's also an actor and he's in the movie he has a serial killer subplot with leslie jordan that was really surprising and You'll hear, I'm going to include a little bit of the Q&A after the film. I asked the question about that that subplot because it was so surprising and poignant and different. And uh, I asked Dell where it came from because I doubt that that's happened to him. Although maybe it has. Maybe he has um, fallen under the spell of a sexy serial killer. Um, before we get to that, I want to encourage you to go to DennisAnyone.net. That's where all the podcasts are archived. You can also donate to my virtual tip jar there on PayPal. It helps me cover expenses like parking in Beverly Hills when you go to the sorted wedding screening, things like that, and I always really appreciate it. Also, I have a Patreon group at Patreon.com under DennisAnyone. You can join that for as little as a dollar a month, and you'll get one new episode a month with exclusive content. And uh, this time I have some new fun questions for the observation deck and lots of other surprises. And I'm going to put that out on the 31st. Um, that's at patreon.com. Um, always in, always uh, appreciate any kind of uh, follow or review on iTunes. Any of that stuff helps me build the podcast to keep it going. And I always really appreciate it. All right, that's enough plugs. Let's check out the red carpet of a very sordid wedding, starting off with the film's writer-director, Del Shores. A very sorted wedding. Yeah. How do you feel? You've been uh, rolling it out across the country. This is our 34th city. Do you feel like you're giving birth and it's just taking forever? It's like a long birth. It's right. like, yeah, it's, a lo- it's longer than nine months. It's like two and a half years. What has surprised you about the reaction so far? Is there anything about the way it's playing to people or speaking to people now that you're like, wow, I didn't expect that? You know, you, you, when you do a sequel, you always hope and you always fear. Right. And I was very fearful of this because right. so many people love the other ones. And you know how the gays are. They will just... <laughs> <laughs> they will kill you. Right. And the reaction has been so far exceeding any of my expectations. Yeah. Uh, just a lot of love. And I love that. It, it, there's, a, there's a strong message here, and I think it resonates, especially with this political yeah. climate right now. For sure. So, yeah. um, the fan base for these films is so devoted and stuff. What's the most random thing that's come out of it? I'm sure there's been fan art. I'm sure there have been offers oh, to travel. Mean, I'm sure there's all kinds of sort of like weird 
certain perks that, like, if it weren't for these I'm, movies. The t- well, you know, you get a lot of gifts. You get a, a whole lot of gifts. gifts. Like a painting Who doesn't love of, gifts? A painting of Brother Boy. I've got right. so many. I mean, roosters. People make cockadoodle roosters. I that love are it. Missing like crafting. Be- You've inspired a lot of that, crafting. I have to tell you the most insane thing I ever got. Right. Was someone wrote another sequel, not this one, with my characters and thought that was okay. They, well, that's I, that's a little. That's going a little too far. Basically, uh, sent it to me and told me that if it got it's, made, they would cut me in. Yeah, let's see what so, we can do. That's crazy. That is so weird. Um, what's something that makes you laugh in the movie, no matter how many times you've watched it? Well, there, there's a, at the very beginning. I always stay, no matter what. What to this very first part? It just shows how sick I am. Right. When the uh, oh my Fitbit just went off. I love I got that. My that's 10, so steps. I'm really? So I just was like right here. <laughs> that's why you're fidgeting. You. Right. Um, there's in the opening credits, a nurse is smoking under a no smoking sign, and they roll out a patient who has a tube up her nose, and a, you'll see, you'll see, right. and it's the first big laugh of the movie, it, maybe the second, yeah. but it is so funny because they all lie. she takes they t- the nurse, the other nurse takes out the 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 tube, and they light her up. What made you think of that? Uh, just I, my aunt Bobby Sue who. Yeah. Who blew up part of the trailer because she forgot to turn the oxygen off when she was smoking. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you hope people get from this movie? You know, I hope they. I always say, I, I first and foremost, I want them to laugh. Yeah. I just We need laughs. I mean, I was watching CNN today. Oh my there, god. There weren't a lot of laughs. There weren't a lot so of laughs. We need a lot of. We need laughs tonight. Yeah. If, if people feel a little bit, if they, if they, if they, if it tugs their heart, yeah. and they think, yeah. then I'm good. I love it. Thank you so much. You're so inspiring. You're always doing your thing. You're always making it happen. And um, Hey, I didn't make this one happen. Everybody else made this one happen. It really was a sordid village that made this movie. Crowdfunding, amazing investors. It uh, all came together. Yeah. Awesome. So, well, enjoy thank tonight. You. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. All right, here with Emerson Collins, the producer of A Very Sorted Wedding. Did I get the title right? There's yes. so many sordids that sometimes I get confused. A Very Sorted Wedding, A Very Sorted, you know, there'll be a funeral. That's and right. On and on and on. I love it. All right, so you're also in the film. Yes. Um, how many years of your life does this movie, getting this movie made? I mean, it really encompasses about three, you know, the world of independent filmmaking. It's me and Del playing all the roles, doing all the jobs, right. raising all the money, doing all the work. I literally was taping down the red carpet before yeah. it started. Nothing yeah. says glamour like putting up your own red carpet. What's the part of producing it's your favorite and what do you hate and you wish somebody else would cover that part? Uh, accounting is the part that I hate Okay. somebody else would take care of right. at all times. Uh, and the part honestly that I love is being able to take a piece that says something that I love and help make it a reality. You know, you have so many artist brains together and helping all of them do the job that they need to do to make the final picture yeah. come together is really, really something that I love. Are there moments in the process where you literally feel like an old Hollywood producer like Quiet on the set. Like, do you ever feel like that guy? Yes, occasionally. And I'm very much a... I start every project saying we're not curing cancer. Nobody gets to be an asshole. Right. But there are moments when you have a cast of 33 in a low-budget film and they've right. been friends for 25 years that it's like hurting blind cats with three legs. How many times did you have to say, put the cell phones down? Actually, Was that a problem? This, this, this group is pretty good. They're way worse about telling stories. It's right. Like, shut up, Leslie Jordan. Stop telling that story so that grip can get to work. Right. you got to get through it. You're also in the film. I am. But you look really different. It's my mask for mask performance. Okay. Um, wait, 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 what? Oh, mask for mask. I was thinking mask like Eric Stoltz no, like and Cher. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Masculine, masculine for masculine. Yes. Right, right, right. It's a 
Uh, it's a bisexual serial killer with no testicles, so it's typecasting. Sure. Uh, that Dell wrote for me, and that's sort of our deal. He now, writes me a great role, and I'll make his movie for him. Now, you're also on Bravo's The People's Couch. Yes. How would your um, gang react to watching this movie? Um, I feel like Scott Nevins would just guffaw and fall on the floor, and he okay. would talk about how all of the women were fabulous continuously. Okay. Uh, Julie and Brandy would have a lot to say, probably, about the women's wardrobe. Okay. And Blake wrote the cr- closing credit song, and he has a quick cameo in the movie, so he better say nice. So yeah, he's in. Yeah. He's in, he's in. What do you hope folks get from A Very Sorted Wedding? Uh, most importantly, I hope they're entertained. You make yeah. comedy uh, to make people laugh, but I think that Dell has uh, taught a brilliant message about marriage equality and the equal treatment of people through this humor that hopefully it gives people an opportunity to share that with some of their maybe bigoted, slightly close-minded friends yes. uh, to think a little harder. Okay, I have one other question. What's the scene in the movie, the moment that makes you laugh no matter how many times you've seen it? Uh... Caroline Ray does a monologue about her, like, entire life history. Yeah. And that is it. Like, literally every time. All one take. Love it. All right. Thanks so much. Break a leg. So I'm here with Ann Walker. What's the name of your character? LaVonda Dupree. I knew it was a great name. Is it? Is the V capitalized? Yes. Yeah, of course. It has to be. Yes. Of course it is. Um, I understand that that there have been events where people come dressed up as you guys. Oh, always. What is that like? Many, many times. What is that like? Especially in Palm Springs. Yeah. We've had screenings where we give away prizes for the best, uh, you know, costume. Yeah. And you will never believe so many... Many brother boys, so many Lavandas. Yeah, it's because we're so colorful. I exactly, guess. you know, larger than life. Yeah. Um, what is it meant to you to be part of this universe? Because I think it started as one movie and then it just well, grew and actually, grew and grew. It started in 1996 as a play. As a play. Yeah. And we were all in it, most of us. Right. And uh, um, uh, anyway, we, yeah, that's all we just we thought it was over once we did the play. Then we did the movie in 2000, and then we. Did the series in 2009, and, and it's the gift that keeps on giving. It is. Why do you think people love it? What do you think it is? I think because uh, we 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 have the the message yeah. of love and acceptance and the struggles. No matter whether you're gay or straight, there are always struggles. Right. And I think that people have used our our first movie to come out to their family. It's amazing. And they put it on and then they tell their parents and they want to watch it you know they want yeah. them to watch it and it really has helped I think bridge some kind of you know some big thing that yeah. they can't get over start a conversation yeah. I yeah. love that yeah. what's something in this movie or any of the movies that makes you laugh no matter how many times you've seen it oh gosh so much stuff I think I think that just the interplay with myself and Nolita, with Lavanda and Nolita. Right. We have some great lines. We always have. I mean, back when we held up the boys in the bar. Yeah. And made them take off their clothes. Yeah. And and in this one, it's just a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Funny stuff. What's something about Del Shores that people that like his work might not know? That he can be nice. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna let it go there. Enjoy the the movie tonight. Congrats. It's nice to see you always. Okay, of course. Awesome. Enjoy. You too.
All right, here with Blake McIver, who has the ending credit song in A Very Sorted Wedding. So it's just a matter of time before the best song Oscar nominations oh roll gosh. in, right? <laughs> From your This is now. your Titanic. I wish. Okay, tell me about the song. <laughs> the song is um, was actually inspired by the movie. Um, okay. I, I got an early draft of the script um, okay. and read it and didn't tell Dell that I was uh, thinking about writing a song. Oh, you did so it on the slide. I did it on the slide. You're and then so I sneaky. Pr- went to my producing partner and we laid down a little demo and sent it to Dell and he was thought it was great and we recorded it for real and then yeah and there it is and there it is I love that and we've got an exclusive music video coming out when the DVD is released in October oh so that's we exciting that actually on the set of the movie which is did you go to the set because you're also in it right I am you in pop it briefly, up yeah I'm, what I'm kind in, of character do you play well I'm a very scantily clad shot boy that gets uh, Leslie Jordan's brother boy extremely drunk that's so good <laughs> what were you wearing um, just Andrew Christian Tiniest Andrew Christian. I love like, that you like had a sponsor. Barely... Did you get a sponsor? And Andrew yes, Christian? Yes. No, yeah. I was literally a walking billboard because we had yeah. Stoli and I was giving out Stoli shots. And so I had Stoli painted on one uh, peck and then I had Andrew Christian. You know, whatever covered. gets that film paid for, well, it's great. And I told uh, Emerson, I was like, well, that means that you can't cut me out of the movie because I'm two of your sponsors. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's really smart thinking. <laughs> Andrew Christian underwear, they fit really good, right? Wonderful. They bring it. Yes. They, they kind of like... And what was really fun is they sent us a giant box to so like you had a lot of choice so I could so we just had like this try on party the day uh, before <laughs> that sounds either really fun or like my worst nightmare it was really fun actually yeah, yeah, yeah. it was kind of silly fun good time have you seen the movie a bunch of times or many 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 times, times. what's yeah. the one thing in the movie that makes you laugh no matter how many times you've seen it um, there is one line and it's not this is not a spoiler giving yeah. a plot away but Bonnie Bedelia has one line where she just says over the phone oh choose Dallas and the way that she says choose Dallas like yeah. it cracks me up every time. Like, you'll have to see in the context of the film just why the way Dallas it is. matters, but, like, it is my favorite line in the whole movie. I love that. All right, <laughs> what do you hope people get from this movie? I just hope that this um, really reminds people of sort of how important yeah. the the marriage equality decision was, and, like, now when we're seeing in our current climate, like, our rights just being so vulnerable. Yeah. I hope people really remember that that fight was such an important one, and that we're going to have to continue to fight for it again and again as well as the rights of our brothers and sisters within the community yeah. that p- particularly marriage doesn't maybe always right. apply to but we've got to we've really just got to be diligent yeah. and I think that even though this movie is hysterical and you'll laugh your butt off at the end of it it really is the heart that brings it together and, yeah. and that's the message love it I can't wait to see it um, these Sorted Lives movies have a huge fan base yes and this is sort of like you're you're in the mix now yes what did you observe was it like four were there people dressing up at screenings? Oh gosh, were yes. you like, this is like Star Trek? No, it was fantastic. No, there was <laughs> What's the craziest cast, thing you there saw? There was a whole drag cast. The craziest thing I saw was at the Texas Theater um, in Dallas when we right. premiered it. There was an entire drag cast that showed up in full costume to our opening night. And it was amazing. And they actually took pictures with the cast members that they were dressed up as. And it was awesome. They're like full cast, everybody. Yeah. I love yeah, that. They had a full original sorted cast. There you go. But like, no Stoli Boy. That's no Stoli for the next boy. time around. No. You know no. what? <laughs> It's enough. <laughs> it's, you don't need that. It's all good. It's, it's all good. <laughs> 
Scott Nevins, look how nice you look. Well, We're uh, here on the red carpet of sorted, a very sorted wedding. Have you seen the film yet? I know I've you have friends it. involved. I've seen it about six times now. All right. What's something that makes you laugh in it no matter how many times you've seen it? Ann Walker, Ann Walker, Ann Walker, oh, Ann Walker. I love it. Things. Listen, See, I had the pleasure of doing a radio show with her for a year and a half, and then I started seeing uh, early cuts of this film. Right. And I kept coming back to her going, I'm not supposed to tell you I saw this, but you're so brilliant in it. And she's like, oh, honey, no, I don't I don't do anything in it. It's a, yeah, a very yeah. small role. P.S. Everywhere this film goes, these crowds go nuts over Ann Walker. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, I sure appreciate that. <laughs> you're the well, Angelina Jolie of this movie. <laughs> and you just better own it. Where's my $20 bill? Right? Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna you promise. You later. I love that. Now, you are not, are you in sort of a very sorted wedding? I am not. Would you? It's sort of fun. I'm just here to support you're just uh, here Emerson support. and Dell and Ann and right. Blake. And, I mean, listen, this cast is so brilliant and they're fantastic. Yeah. I've seen it so many times now. If you were to watch this on the people's couch, what would your comments be about? Oh, I would have so many comments about Emerson trying to act butch in the film. Right. You'd let him have it? Oh, I would let he him t- have it. He thought that it. your comments would be about the women and how fabulous they are. Oh, yeah, we would get to that. But <laughs> I called him the first time after I watched it. Yeah. And I said to him, I said, your, you know, fembot and butch realness category yeah. performance is really, really great. Awesome. Like, so he, he appreciates that. I think. Good. All right. Well, it's great to see you, Scott Nevins. Oh, you too. All right, that was all that happened before the movie, and then afterwards, Dell and Emerson and the whole cast did a bit of a Q&A, and I got a question in, so I'm going to let you listen to that little bit. All right. I love the serial killer subplot. It was so surprising and poignant. Where did that come from as a writer? A sit place in my mind. <laughs> you know, I've said this before. Sometimes I watch things that I've written that I worry about myself. <laughs> I don't, a lot of stuff comes from, from characters and people that I've met. But that just was, I don't know, you know, I, I, Emerson is an amazing actor. I wanted to write him a very different role. And he was a All right, thanks again to Del Shores and everyone uh, at the Sorted Lives premiere. I had a really great time at the movie, and I hope you all manage to see it, either in your city or when it comes to DVD and streaming and all of that in October. I may have Emerson back on the podcast to do a longer interview, um, because I would love to hear about how they made this movie happen. And if you go to the website, A Very Sorted Wedding... They're like barnstorming the country, and they're going around to all of these cities and doing screenings, and it's really, really impressive, Um, and probably a ton of work, so I'd love to hear all about that. All right, so this happened. I went to Key West, Florida on a press trip last week, and I have a couple of podcasts that I'll be bringing you of people that I met there, really amazing people. I really loved it. Um, So I'm going to save all my Key West stuff for future podcasts. But when I came back, I got to see the Trans Chorus of L.A. at the Gay and Lesbian Center uh, performing the entire um, David Bowie, Ziggy Stardust album. My friend Glenn and I went, and um, it was really great. They rehearsed a lot because they had movement and costume changes and props, and it was kind of amazing. But Caitlin was there, Caitlin Jenner, and she had um, underwritten, I think, some of the... uh, some of the, the the expenses or whatever had donated, and they gave her a shout-out. And um, Caitlin is very tall. That's the takeaway. Caitlin is quite tall. Uh, but afterwards, um, I saw a link online where somebody got in Caitlin's face and said, um, you know, you enabled Trump, and kind of it kind of got 
little intense there at the center. And Caitlin was like, you don't know me. Anyway, the point is, I don't ever know how to feel about Caitlin, you know? So I'm just going to, but guess what? I don't have to have the Caitlin answers or any of the answers for that matter. I think we all feel like we have to be right about things and like have the right take. And then I realize, oh, wait, nobody cares what I think. I don't have to make a pronouncement online. I don't have to be the right amount of uh, conscientious and perfect. I don't know. This is a weird time in our world. So anyway, that's all I have to say. I will say, though, that the show was fantastic. So if you get a chance to see the trans chorus, um, they, they, they bring it. They bring it and they lay it out. And it's pretty awesome. All right. That's all I have for this week. Um, check out Sorted Lives if it comes to your town. If you can uh, download it, whatever, coming up. Um, it's a really good movie. And um, that's it for this time. Uh, oh, and go to Patreon because I'm going to have a new episode, a uh, special episode coming up in a few days on the 31st. All right. That's it. Thanks. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.